honestly. is the world's most embarrassing white girl. Yeah. And that is coming from two very (laughs) embarrassing white girls. That should be the slogan Mm -hmm. of Honestly. Uh, A podcast. podcast. Which is what you're listening to. Right now. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. Look at us. We got, you know, like a couple seconds in without, uh... I wonder, like, like, we we did it. What's the quickest we've ever set the intro? I feel like that might have been it. And what's the longest it's taken (laughs) for us? it's taken at least ten minutes before. I wouldn't say ten minutes, but I'd say, like, a solid, like, two. (laughs) Two, definitely. (laughs) Two to five minutes. Yeah. Somewhere in that sweet spot. (laughs) That sweet, sweet spot. Uh... This is a podcast where we talk about nothing. For an hour. We talk about life, love, and the struggle. Yes, we do. We talk about pop culture. We We talk about politics. We talk about One Direction. The most important of Uh, those. You know, just anything that really strikes our fancy. Yeah. Anything that tickles the ivories. We're not playing (laughs) piano. Uh, and it, the, delete just whatever rustles our jimmies. Delete your channel. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. Since we last spoke, I'm five minutes prior ago. to doing this podcast. I'm great. I'm tired. Girl, as per usual, we're recording later than we normally do because we went out for dinner beforehand. Um, so now it's like eight thirty. 8.37. Whoa, to be past my bedtime. Precise. Normally we're just... <laughs> I'm, this is my bedtime. No, but normally we're done recording by now, and we're just getting started, it's and I'm like... a whole new world. Ooh. And we're also full of sushi, so... Full of sushi. That's how I like to be most days. Full of sushi. It is my full preferred of way of living my life. How are you? Um, I'm good i had an allergic reaction you did you definitely did um earlier on the week end of last week on the weekend it took me until tuesday to realize that it was an allergic reaction um because it was it was a slow build slow build slow burn um it started with a very bad rash on my legs and then that migrated to my hands Mm -hmm. then it migrated to my face and the then to my elbows. <laughs> that was a weird, like, why not elbows, then hands, then eyes? It was eyes. interesting. You know? It, the direction that it took did not make sense. None. Um, but yeah, I finally uh, went to the doctor on Tuesday because I was like, hmm, this is getting <laughs> worse, not better. Something is wrong here. And now my face looks extremely upsetting. Yeah, so. she looked like she got punched in her eyes. I did. I, yeah. yep. 
It's not great. confirm. It wasn't a good look. So I went to the doctor on Tuesday, and she's like, yeah, no, that looks like an allergic reaction. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm glad You're that right. I came. <laughs> I'm glad you, you came. Remember when they tried to be a thing? Bad timing for them. Yeah, not the best. They should try again. You know, it's been the... Sid the Sloth. Sid the Sloth. I don't know their names. The curly-haired one, the bald was one. Was there a Sam? Am I making that up? I think he was the curly-haired one. Yeah? Okay, nailed it. Not sure. Um, yeah, so my rash is slowly subsiding. I look more like a normal <laughs> human being. I'm a lot less itchy. That's good. So I like that. we're living. Also, on Tuesday, I just had a busy day on Tuesday. But <laughs> Rashes. Um, rashes, doctor's appointments, um, career counseling. Oh, yes, I'm excited. So I'm glad to hear this. Yeah, I briefly texted Zoe about it after it happened because it was just so upsetting. Um, but through our employee assistance program at work, we can get various forms of counseling. And so I'm in the midst of wanting to change jobs and figure out what I want to do. I was feeling very like directionless. So I was like, I'm going to take advantage of this free service and get some career counseling. So I had set it up last week and my appointment was for Tuesday evening and it was just like over the phone um super casual so the career counselor calls me some guy and we're talking and I knew within like the first couple of minutes of talking to him I was like oh I don't like you yeah because he did that thing where they ask you a question and you're explaining and as you're explaining you go okay 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 as you're talking and and you're like no not okay I haven't got my sentence out and it's like oh I'm sorry I thought you wanted to hear my answer since yeah. you asked me a question, but if you just want to, you know, yeah, say, okay, okay, okay. Sure okay. Carry on. It's totally cool. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. like, right off the bat, he was doing that, and I found that really frustrating, because it's just, like, I'm you're trying... You're clearly not listening. Yeah, like, yeah. you're clearly not listening, like, I'm trying to, like, get my point across, and you're just interrupting me. So, like, not off to a good start. Then, I didn't even know, like, what, like, in what succession all this happened, but he was recommending that, he was recommending a couple books that I should read. That, like, might help me figure out what I want to do. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, so he gave me the name of one book. And I was like, oh, ha, actually, my mom and I were just talking about that book the other day. It's yeah. that What Color Is Your Parachute book. Oh, okay. It's very famous. Um, and my mom had mentioned it a couple days beforehand. Because yeah. she was just like, I have it if you want to read it. But I don't know, like, if it would That's be into, beneficial yeah. for you at the point that you're in right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So he recommended that book. And then he recommended another one. And then the comment that he made following really just kind of like threw me because he was just like he recommends the second book and he goes this one it's like a lot it's a lot like it's a smaller book it's a lot shorter so it's like easier to read (laughs) and I was like for you dumb woman and I was like okay which is interesting because a few minutes prior he had asked me about some of my hobbies and I said that reading was one of them so I don't know what made him think (laughs) That you weren't a reader. That I couldn't read. Did he read, okay, okay, okay over you saying you liked reading? That I didn't want to read. Yeah. That reading was a challenge for me. Um, I'm very comfortable reading. So that kind of threw me. And I was like, okay. Um, and then later on, he asked me about what university I went to. And I said I went to the University of Guelph. And he goes, okay. I went to the University of Toronto, but I knew people who went to Guelph. 
Congratulations. And I was like, that's interesting. I didn't ask you where you went to school. You're like, Nor do I, I care. I knew people who went to the University of Toronto. That I went I'm to I'm glad well. we all know people. Um, so that was just kind of like, it was just like little things like that that rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah. I was like, I just feel like you are putting me down somehow, which I don't appreciate. There's no reason There's for no it There's no reason whatsoever. for this. Um, and then at one point... He had been suggesting some things and, you know, he's like, have you done this or whatever? And, like, there had been a few things that I had answered to with, well, I've thought about it. Yeah. Um, you know, things such as, like, going back to school for something. Yes, I've thought about it, but that's a big commitment mm-hmm. and it's not something I've wanted to rush into. Things like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yes, I've thought about there it. Are things that require some Some thought. thought. <laughs> so, he had asked me yet another thing if I had done it and I said, well, I've thought about it. And he goes, okay, well, you're doing a lot of thinking about things. You actually need to do them. At this point, (laughs) we had been on the phone for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like... So you clearly have a great picture of who I am as a person after 20 minutes of speaking to me and interrupting me. And interrupting me for 75% of it. I was just like... You really, I didn't, like, obviously didn't say anything. I was just like, whatever, I just want to get this over with. Like, in my mind, I was just like, you do not know me well enough to be making these assumptions. And, like, I don't know, when it comes to things like your career and your future, Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you went back to school, that would would require money. Yeah. And some kind of income. So, those are all things, to me, Mm -hmm. that seem like should have some thought put into them. I also thought so. Um, and then, yeah, it was, you know, like, going back to school, and then, like, I don't even remember, like, what some of the other things were that I had been thinking about, but, like, hadn't done yet, but it was just, like, to me, they were all things where it's, like, yes, this is something that should be thought about, and that I, personally, in my current situation, don't feel like I can just, like, make this decision, like, overnight. And, like, we've talked about this before together, (laughs) just, like, I feel like as people, we're not super spontaneous. No. We love a good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to have plans. They make me feel comfortable, and I assume they make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that you would have, you know, want to think, like, think it through yeah. doesn't, doesn't seem that obscure mm-hmm. to me personally, but personally. I also know you. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you try know, to, like, get this from you in 20 minutes. Yeah, you've talked to me for more than 20 minutes, so, I mean, <laughs> hey. But it was just a lot of that, and it was very much, like, again, it was such a, like, we were on the phone for, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, in total 35 minutes or so. Like, it was a pretty quick conversation. A lot of what he told me was stuff that I had already <laughs> thought about or yeah. already knew. Like, he didn't really provide me with any sort of, like, groundbreaking yeah. information. And, like... When I had, like, set up the appointment to talk to somebody, like, I was very clear with who I was speaking about, that, like, I'm currently in a role that I kind of don't feel like I can advance in. Yeah. And I just, like, I want to change, but I also don't know what I want to do. Like, I feel very, like, stuck, and, like, I've never really known what I wanted to do, like, in terms of a career. So, I was kind of thinking, like, okay, like... I can talk through this with somebody and, like, maybe we can get more in-depth. can help me a little bit. I don't know. I'll do, like, a career aptitude test. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just, like, somebody that I could, like, kind of maybe map out a bit of a plan with. And this guy was just, like, making me feel, like, so bad about myself. Because, like, when he asked me about my hobbies, like, yeah, he was just, like, so do you have any hobbies? And I knew that he was, like, trying to, like, 
figure out if there's anything that I did that like could be could turned be into a career yeah. as if I hadn't thought about yeah. that like that's oh, the wow. first thing you I think really about. love reviewing movies how could I turn that into a career uh, but it's like I don't know like my hobbies are literally like reading I love like watching movies and tv shows like I'm very passionate about that like I like traveling but it's like it's nothing obviously that I can turn into yeah. a career like just like that I mean there are careers I that have love. there are careers that have aspects of yeah. those things but it's not like okay like, that's all your things and like you're good at that let's put you in that role and so he just kind of like made me feel like bad about like my hobbies and like the fact that I couldn't parlay them into a career I remember Sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. I remember all your stuff talking about this guy reminds me of the social worker that I went to for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Because she was so, like, she would just, like, put words in your mouth. Mm. And I was like, no, that's that's not that's what I not said. not at all. Like, I remember talking to her about my hobbies, and she was like, I, I've, this is when we were going to, like, trivia a lot. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, my friends and I, we, like, go, like, once a week to trivia and stuff like that. And she was, like, like, so confused by that. She's like, so, like, what? And I was like, it's, like, pub trivia. Like, you it's just, a very popular right? thing. Right? She was, like, making me feel so weird about that. And I was like, for sure, I thought that was going to be, like, a, oh, okay, so you do social things. Yeah. And, like, it was so weird. I was like, okay, reading also. And, like. It's, like, extremely common. That's very not, like, strange. a weird pastime. Yeah, she was, she was interesting. Um, yeah, so there was all of that. And then towards the end of the conversation, he was like, yeah, so um check out those books that I recommended and maybe like once you read those we can like have another conversation and in my mind I was like fuck no (laughs) I will not be talking to you ever again thank you so much um but and then he made some comment about like bringing it back to the fact that like my mom had recommended that book and he's just like uh and I can't remember how he worded it but it was something along the lines of um your mom has good taste in books if nothing else if nothing else. Like, it was something along yeah. those lines implying that, like, oh, well, at least she has good taste in books, or she has good taste in books, like, if nothing else. And I was just like, if nothing else, you don't know her. Like, sir. Oh, my God. You've talked to me for half an hour. You don't even know my mom, but. That's so rude. All right. That's so unbelievably rude. It was just like. Oh, my God. Such, like, an unproductive conversation. And it was so funny because, like, at one point, he was just like, well, like, and I feel like he just kept kept trying to, like, trip me up and be like, well, you know, did you, like, go to university or, like, what did you go to school for? Like, like, as if he could, like, find something that I hadn't done or or something. Or had done wrong along the way. And then... And so, like, I had mentioned to him, like, yeah, I went to university, I went to Guelph, I went for sociology, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I just felt like like it was better for me to at least go and get some sort of university degree, just because, whatever, like, I was 18, like, it's a really young age to, like, be making those decisions. decisions, Um, And then I had said, yes, you know, if I hadn't gotten the job that I am in currently, which I got, like, right out of school then I would have gone back, like, I would have gone to college for something more Mm -hmm. specialized, but I started working at my current job, and I've been there for the past three years. Yeah, which is really good. I (laughs) haven't wanted to leave that and go to school, because I have a steady job. I have benefits right now, like, that's really nice. It's very impressive to straight out of university get a job. That's something that should be, like, good job, Logan. I I thought so. Um, yeah, so I was, like, trying to explain all this, and, like, at one point, he, like, he's, like, well, what about all of your friends? Like, 
what are they doing? Like, is it something, like, could you, and he was kind of like, like, if I could, like, network with my friends yeah. or something, and I was like, well, actually, sir, um, and I was just like, the job market isn't what it used no. to be. Um, I That's was like, the thing. Like, most I, of my friends are working part-time in retail or in the service yeah. industry, You're so. like, don't really want to do that, thank you. And he was just like, oh, well, then I guess, I guess you're in an okay position. I was like, <laughs> I mean. You're, like, super helpful, dude. Thank cool. you so much. This was a super great conversation. Productive. I learned nothing. <laughs> now I feel really shitty about myself. Love it. And I've just been, like, such, like, not a frustrating, like, it had been, like, a good day, I guess. It yeah. just been, like, I'd, like, been feeling, like, kind of emotional already. Because yeah. I had, like, had, like an encounter with somebody early yeah. in the day, which was, like, positive, but just, like, left me feeling That's kind of emotional, yeah. and then I, like, was dealing with, like, my, my full body rash, and so I was just, like, frustrated about that, and then I just, like, have this, like, completely useless, upsetting conversation with this guy who doesn't know me. Who's clearly miserable in their own job, if that's how they're reacting well, to Well, he people. just thinks that, like, he knows everything yeah. and is being super critical about my life and what I've done. And it just, like, it did not help me at all. And so I'm just like, cool. I'm constantly, like, surprised when things like this happen. Because I'm like... Your job is legitimately to listen to people, Mm -hmm. and you are just, like, A, putting words in their mouth, or making them feel shitty for whatever they're saying. Like, no. Yeah. No. And it was so annoying, because, like, so, when we started the conversation, like, he already knew what my job title was, because Mm -hmm. I told it to the person who set up, like, the, like, meeting or whatever. And so, the job title that I have is really misleading, and people always get confused by it. And so... He was like, oh, so you're a uh, so-and-so. And then he started to explain, and he was like, oh, so you do, and then started to explain what I don't yeah. do, basically. He was basically starting to explain the role of a case manager. Mm. And I was like, oh, no, actually, like, I work, like, in the admin side. Like, I basically yeah. had to be like, oh, no, like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not that high up. Like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> Bring I, it back. I work oh. in admin. And he was like, oh, okay. And... That was the other thing. He said something, like, when I was like, oh, no, actually, I work on the admin side of things. He's just like, oh, okay, so you have, like, the less... It was something like, oh, you have the less, like, professional job, so to speak. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, my um, God. This guy is legitimately the worst person in the world. I was, like, less professional if by the fact that you mean that I still work in an office in a professional setting and expected to adhere to, you know, professional guidelines. Like, I work for one of the biggest companies in Canada, but that's totally cool. Well, that's, you're right. Um, Far less professional. Yeah, like, it was just, like, yikes all around. Like, Is there some sort of process where you could, like, get like be like you need to review this person I because here's a list of say, horrible things they said to like me i want to um get back in touch with like the employee assistance program and yeah. like set up counseling with somebody else yeah and maybe specify be like i want to talk to somebody who's like maybe younger maybe a female a little less yeah. judgy um and i also want to be like hey is there a way that i can like give report back <laughs> because blocked and report was not happy with the service that i received yeah. it was so bad like for the first like 15 minutes or so I like tried to remain like upbeat and like positive about it but then like after that I was literally just like "Mm mm-hmm okay yeah sure Mm mm-hmm yeah okay yeah no I'll I'll think about it Mm mm-hmm 
Like, I just completely just, like, shut down. I was like, okay, well, okay, this is this a waste is great, of my yeah. time. Um, at and least it's free. Really, like, oh, wait, yeah, that's true. Like, there's not really, like, anywhere you can go from there. To, like, you're, you're trying to get information out of yeah. this person. Like, this person is calling you for help with something. So you want to have all the information possible. Like, do you really think, like, constantly, like, low-key insulting them is yeah. going to get you information? I just felt like it was very much, like, him constantly, like, undermining my intelligence and, like, my, like, the legitimacy of my work. Yeah. And, and like, because he also, because I guess, like, in, like, kind of, like, the, like, intake interview that I did before I got, like, set up with him, they had asked me, again, like, kind of just, like, what the issue was. And I was like, I'm just in a job right now that, like, I've kind of, like, lost interest in, like, I just don't feel, like, as dedicated to it, and, like, I just, I think don't it's Don't feel t- like you, like, grow. Yeah, like, I don't like think that. that there's necessarily, like, room for me to grow, and I just think, like, it's time for me to find something else. And so he's, like, asking me about that, and he's just, like, so you're just, like, you don't feel as dedicated to it. I was, like, yeah, no, I guess not. And he's just, like, well, like, are you getting negative performance reviews? I was, <laughs> like, actually, no, I'm getting really great performance reviews because I'm really yeah. great at my job. Just because yeah. I don't like it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I'm not good at it like then I wouldn't have a job sir it's like I <laughs> like it, he was just like acting like oh you're just like a lowly admin assistant yeah like you clearly in your 20s you're like, just like in your 20s you went to the University of Guelph for sociology you piece of shit yeah. like you can just like flop around and like be really shitty at your yeah. job and no one cares and it's like I work for a huge corporation they wouldn't keep you if you weren't doing your job like that's just like a... I don't like I don't get like on my high horse very often, but it's, like, I'm extremely good at my job, and I know a lot of people are, like, okay, like, it's admin, like, yeah. and chill, but it's, no, like, but the stuff I go do. above and beyond on a daily basis. I have extremely good relationships with all the employees in the department that I work for, and that's, like, 250-plus people. Yeah. Like, I don't fuck around when it comes no. to my job. Like, I'm very serious about it. God forbid that I want to change. I know. And God forbid... That I took the initiative to reach out to somebody who I thought could help. Yeah. And here you are just, like, shooting me down and criticizing me on things. Do you that know I how to read? Well, that's basically no, what it like, was. Yeah. It was, like, I got no constructive feedback. Like, I understand constructive criticism. Like, I get that. But it's, like, nothing he was saying was, like, remotely helpful. No. I think at, like, the entire conversation he made, like, two points where I kind of, like, jotted them down. And yeah. I was, like, okay, I'll look into that. My God. It was just, like... People need to, like, control themselves, <laughs> like, do better. It was better. so stupid. And, like, at one point, um, he was just, like, because we were talking about, like, oh, like, we can have, like, another conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, I was, like, yeah, fat fucking chance. <laughs> You're, um, like, not happening, but thank you so much. And he was, like, um, are you in Vancouver? I was, like, no, no. I'm in Ontario. And he was just, like, oh, okay, because you have a Vancouver number. I was like, okay, because my phone, like my cell phone yeah. number, like starts with six four seven, um, and I was just like, well, I'm in Ontario. He's like, where in Ontario? I was like, Toronto. Yeah. He's just like, oh, okay, it's your cell phone number. You're I was like, like, yes. Yeah. Like, like again, it was just like he. It was like he didn't believe that it's I wasn't like, in Vancouver. Oh, you're right. I forgot that I live in Vancouver. You're. Thank you so much. It was just like, like that. Are you sure you're on the eighth floor? Exactly. <laughs> It was just, like, everything I said, there was just, like, a tone of, like, disdain or, like, he was unimpressed. And I was, like... I was, like, trying to correct you. Trying to correct me. Ha ha, gotcha. Like, yeah, he was trying to, like, 
get me like slip up and I was like I am literally just here because I wanted some advice like to me that's like the most like vulnerable a person can be they're like they're literally coming to to get advice on something and you're just being a complete jackass about it I just again remembered the same social when I went to go see her we did that, I guess, that intake thing, too, where it was just, like, getting to know, like, your life mm-hmm. and not so much, like, why you need to be there. Yeah. But she was asking me about, like, if I had siblings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have an older sister. And she's like, oh, like, how much older is your sister? And then I explained the whole thing, how my sister's a lot older than me because <laughs> of life and just things yeah. that happened. And she was like, oh, so she's your half-sister. And I was like, no, she's my she's my Sister. sister. And then she's like, no, but, like, because, like, she was explaining to me because, like, she biologically. explaining your family No, she did. You? She, like, explained, like, why, like, biologically my sister, yes, is not my full sister, but she's my sister. She's your sister. Unless I come to you and go, I, this is my, I have a half-sister, then you can start referring to her as a half-sister. That's but I was so like, much. I was like, no, no, and I kept just going, How dare no. you? I said it at least, like, five times where my voice is getting, like, higher yeah. an octave each time. I was like, no, 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 no. To me, that's, like, so inappropriate. I know. Like, if somebody is, like, explaining a situation to you and they're like, my sister, and then they explain yeah. it. And even if, like, you and your mind go, register, oh, okay, it's her half-sister. Yeah. If the person is referring to them as their sister. And not continue I never to said to them anything. As their I was like, no. Full on sister. I did not refer to her as like, such. We don't care. We should not either. About the little like, it's such like a small detail. Like I do not think about that on a daily basis. No, and I think it's weird that she was like trying to make it into a thing. Exactly. And I remember I was still at my placement. Yeah. And the master student Lois. Yeah. We've tweeted about her before. Shout out to Lois. A mental health like advocate, and she's worked in mental health counseling like forever, mm-hmm. and like that's her forte. And I remember going in, and I was like can I talk to you about something, like, really quick and, like, see if this is, like, normal? Like, okay? Yeah. And she was, like, outright, she was, like, what? What? I was, like, yeah. 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 That's bullshit. It's just, yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah, so that was my career counseling experience. Um, Just, like, zero out of ten would not recommend... Um, it was just so frustrating. It was one of those situations where, like, as I was on the phone, I knew I was, like, pissed off. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is, like, so stupid. And then I went upstairs, and my mom was like, oh, how did it go? And I was, like, explaining to her, and then I just, like, started to cry. And I was like, I don't even want to be crying right now. I'm I'm just like, I'm not even upset. I'm just like, like, I'm not even sad. I'm just, like, upset about it. Yeah. I was like... It had just been, like, a day, and that was just, like, the cherry on top. And then my mom's just like, do you want me to make you dinner? And I was like, yes, good news! (laughs) I heard, could you do that? Oh, yeah. So that was a blast. That sounds, like, great fun. Yeah. I love people. It was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I definitely, I would love to give feedback, though, so I really hope that's an option. Because, boy, do I have feedback to give. <laughs> my my favorite part about university was getting the prof feedback yes. forms. And I was like, let me tell you about Sal Guzzo. <laughs> to Sal Guzzo, <laughs> University of Ryerson, <laughs> sociology department, lunatic. A champ. He was 
I can't tell you, like, I was trying to explain this to Allie the other day. I was like, um, he was just, like, so much he did was, like, awful that I can't, (laughs) that I can't, like, pinpoint one story that I'm like, oh, he, like, did this. But, like, he would just say things where you're like, was that race, like, was he just racist in front of a class of people? Like, did we all witness that? Was he the prof that you had to email back and forth? Yes, 13 times. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, it was, like, an elective, so there's a lot of different programs in there, but there was, like, one row of all social work students, mm-hmm. and anytime he would say anything that was, like, ooh, yeah. you would see, like, a full body cringe Flinch. for, like, a whole <laughs> row, and you're, like, oh, my God. Yikes. He was business. That's where he came from. He worked for Loblaws. Cool. And he came to teach sociology. Makes total sense. Yeah. And, uh... He talked a lot about wanting to be a race car driver and moved to Santorini. Um, so that was, I have a lot of that information. Yeah. But yeah, I had to, I have, I showed Logan when it happened, the email chain of 13 emails between us because we had to, um, like email him and, and get our topic for our group essay, like approved from him. Yeah. So it was, like, a group of three of us, and I sent it, and I was, like, I can't remember exactly what the topic was, but it was, like, something to women experiencing homelessness face more barriers than men experiencing yeah. homelessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, something along those lines. Just, like, they run into more issues. It's pretty self-explanatory. But I use the word barriers because barriers. It's an easy word. Uh, he responded and was, like, what, what do you mean by that? And I, I literally copy and pasted the dictionary definition of barriers. And I was like, well, I mean, like, they face Let more me Google that hurdles. Um, what are synonyms? Um, hurdles. Obstacles. Like, if it was an obstacle course. There'd be, like, a wall that they have to climb and over. And the guy just walk through. Like, you know, it's, I had You've to, seen Wipeout. You know what an <laughs> you obstacle know what it, is. You know what I mean? The big red <laughs> They just have to run across those in a full swoop. Um, he did not get it. He did not get it so much so that there was 13 emails between us. And then by the end of the emails, he was trying to like be like, no, no, no. Young girl. <laughs> Stupid girl. Yes. That is not correct. And I was like, I will show you, Sal. Oh, Sal. Um, but I'm pretty sure like he, he said like those people at one point in class referring to people. And I was like, Referring to a marginalized yeah. group. Love he was it. like, you know those people. And I was like, oh, no, sir, I do not know those people. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. He also, he said, he made some weird, like, comment about, like, gender. And I was like, Max, this is not the time nor the place for this conversation, Sal. Yikety yikes. But I loved filling those ones out. I was like, Sal. <laughs> Yeah. Type it away. I would occasionally get really hyped about those, but yeah. I just, like, I honestly just didn't go to a class enough <laughs> to, like, really know the profs most of the time. It was just when I had, like, really bad ones. So yeah. I was like, yes, I'm ready. When it was someone good, I was just like, no, 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 like, fill it out, whatever. Yeah, there were definitely, like, a couple throughout university where I was like, oh, you're getting an evaluation, but for the most part, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was like, to be fair, I was not here, so. <laughs> you could have been great. I mean, you I don't. You did a good job I don't it. <laughs> I don't want to screw up your stats. So. My name's Sarah. It's like, great job, Jim. You killed it. Goodness. Um, this is unrelated to anything. That's fine. But I was at the airport getting my sister yesterday. Yes. And um, 
I saw a woman get off the plane and I could see that she had a shirt that had like a lot of writing on it. And I, Always a good sign. And I was like, I just need to see what this says. I'm intrigued. And she was like kind of like moving, like she was obviously looking for her people yeah. and she was like scooting through and I was like, okay, lean, lean, need to see what your shirt says. Yeah. And as she approached, I read it clearly and I was like, oh, <laughs> it said... If you think I'm quiet, you haven't seen me with my ukulele. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is very niche. We love niche apparel choices. Niche apparel choices. We love a nice ukulele reference. I love that. Where did you get this? Was it custom made? I mean, ukulele outfitters. <laughs> like, where do you cop that? <laughs> Let me write that down real quick. It was just... it. I was blown away. <laughs> what was, like, the color scheme? It was a gray shirt. Okay. And the writing was all white, mm-hmm. except ukulele was, like, bright pink. <gasps> and Ooh. I was like, Ooh. Was there a picture of a ukulele? No. Okay. It was just all text. Like, that's why I was like, I need to see right. what it says. There were no just, visual cues. It looked like a paragraph text <laughs> just on her, and I was like, That is quite worrying for that a t-shirt. Say? You look like Linda Evangelista. Lista. You're a model. Look at Did you stone smile. those tights? Um, it was, I was like, yeah, I I haven't seen you play your ukulele. ukulele. I don't I, know you. I'd love to, You're though. a stranger at the airport. Do you have it in that bag? Play it oh now. Oh, my God. You should have stopped her and been like, sorry, I couldn't help but read your shirt. Um, <laughs> Do you have it with you? I would love to see how quiet or not quiet you are. <laughs> I just would love to know what I'm getting into. Uh, wasn't there like a brief moment in time where you wanted to learn how to play I the ukulele? Did, really badly. They were very popular in 2012. They were. I wanted a purple one. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Clearly, I never learned like to you're play. Like playing but... a mandolin or something. <laughs> Like a bard. Maybe I was like, confusing. Maybe. With a mandolin. I just wanted a purple mandolin. Oh. It was, I, my sister and James got off the plane and I was like, hold on. <laughs> like, like, cool. I was like, I haven't seen you in a week, but just. Whatever. Sorry, I this woman's to. shirt. I need to read. <laughs> I, it was a lot to take in. Oy vey. Remember those shirts you would have in like elementary school that had like a monkey on it? Be like, hmm, getting up to monkey business, and it yes. was like a monkey holding a like briefcase. Briefcase, yes. Like that, that's how the sushi rolls. That's <laughs> the the sushi roll. Yeah, I had one. It was like a yellow shirt, and there were blue like bouncy balls on it or yeah. something. Blue balls. That's inappropriate. <laughs> but they were like in various like rolling positions, and it was like that's just the way I roll in like giant ugly block letters. <laughs> and the balls had faces also. Of course, they're like eh. they had to. Um, and then it I had, the law. and then I had one that had monkeys on it also, and I can't remember, like, what the funny expression Sometimes on that was. Sometimes they just had monkeys on them, and it was unrelated. Monkeys were very popular it was unrelated in, like, 2006. The there was no monkey pun, but it was a monkey. Yeah. They're, like, kids love like, monkeys. like, I'm sassy, and there's, like, a sparkly yes. monkey. Yes. They're always sparkly, too. Always. They have, like, a veneer of sparkles. They like, did. A nice glossy they finish. They did. They did. I had one. That had a beat on it, mm. and it was like ill, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "That's sick beat." Sick beat. I was like, "Oh, it was purple." Nice. More, you know. Yeah, stitches. Oh man, am I right? You are. 
Colored skinny jeans. Oh, man. Funny graphic tees. I just really wanted colored skinny jeans, and I couldn't find them ever mm. in my size. Yeah. And then I did, and they were, like, skinny jeans, but they were, like, corduroy. Oh. And they were purple, and I was like, yes! Oh. This is the look! Yikes. And I wore them to school. Yeah. On a <laughs> dressed out Nice. Oh, this was in high school. This was in high school. Grade nine. This is grade nine, yes. Oh, I wish I could recall this. Yeah, I don't think, I think this was before grade nine getaway. Okay. So I don't think we were. It was BL before Logan. It was. <laughs> That's too bad. Oh, well, I don't know why when I saw you in your purple skinny corduroys from across the room I that know. I didn't hone in You're on like, you. We need to be friends right You're now, like, ma'am. Your corduroys? I was like, I can't. I'm my gold LeMay headband? Match made in oh, heaven, wow. am I right? An outfit, if I've ever seen one. A look. A look. I was talking, this is grade nine related. Yes. Also, I was talking to my mom yesterday because she was, of course, watching The View. Of course. And they were talking about sex ed. Uh-huh. And a lot of them were, like, freaking out. They are like, we don't want them to learn that at school. We want to tell day. them. And then we were just talking about, like, sex ed. And I was like, all I remember from grade nine sex ed was having foam vaginas thrown at people. Penelope in Virginia. In Virginia. That was yep. a thing that happened in our school. Yep. Just foam vaginas whipped at people's head. Yeah. Our gym teacher... Very nice woman. You wouldn't think it based on the stories we're going to like, No, I actually she, loved her so she much. She was lovely. She came to my, when I did Grease, she yeah. came to watch it and she had the pamphlet for the program like up in her office and so was like, cute. Oh. I was like, oh, thank you. But she uh, would call you a skank if you wore hoop earrings. Skanky earrings. She's like, take those skanky earrings out. And you're like, oh, okay. If you had hoops that were too big, those were considered skanky earrings. Yes. That was great. Couldn't wear those. And then, yeah, she also had two foam vagina, like, molds, molds, basically, to help teach us about the vagina. I actually don't remember us ever really learning anything. I don't. All I remember is it being thrown at people's heads. And they were named um, Penelope and Virginia, and she would just throw them at people. Yeah. I also remember it wasn't our class, yeah. but I think it was, like, the year before we got there. Yeah, yeah, That she was, like, trying to show spermicide <laughs> and, like, sprayed it all over. <laughs> I she remember. She sprayed it over the front row yeah, of the yeah. class, and they were just covered in spermicide. That's so funny. It's really great. Um, yeah, shout out to sex ed in Catholic schools. I remember, too, in grade seven when we were doing Fully, Fully Alive. Alive. My teacher, Mr. C, shout out to Mr. C, he would get so embarrassed and flustered. He sat in, like, this comfy chair at the front of the class, and he would always, like, sit with his arms, like, on the armchair, like, (laughs) and he would get so red, and he was already very sweaty normally. Oh, yeah. But he would just, like, be perspiring the whole time, and I was like, and he wouldn't read it. Yeah. He would never read it. He would make us go around the room and each read a paragraph. Yeah. And then you start doing that thing where you're reading ahead. You're like, do I have to say vagina? Yeah. Do I have to say vagina? And then you're so nervous being like, and then the vagina. And then everyone's like, eh. And you're like, shut up. They're, honestly, that's, there's nothing more frightening <laughs> to me. Actually, no. I think as a teacher, I would love to teach, like, fully alive yeah. to 12, like, 12-year-olds. 12 yeah. Because... Like, you know that they are all so much more embarrassed than you could ever be. I think that would be so funny. But that is, like, the most, like, rowdy group of kids to try to teach something to. Especially something that talks about genitalia. Like, shh, say vagina. (laughs) 
shut up and say it. If you can't say it, get out. Get out of my classroom. We were separated too in elementary school. Oh, they, they did they boys didn't and teach girls. The boys and the girls together. God from Catholic school, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, they did the same thing for us. I think it was in grade eight, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this separately." And we had that question box. Did you have that? Oh my god, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you had to like submit a question. Oh my god, <laughs> that was actually the most mortifying thing. Yeah, I know. So I was we like, had to please do- don't read my question. We had to do that. It was like all anonymous, luckily. Yeah. But it's like everybody had to submit a question. Yeah. And like me being. 13 I was like what am I supposed to ask like <laughs> I don't have a question because my teacher is like literally like you can ask anything like she's like there's no such thing as like a silly question like we're gonna answer all yeah. of them and I was like I was like I literally don't know what I'm supposed to yeah. ask like I don't know anything nothing no, no. <laughs> you're supposed to teach me and then I'll have questions <laughs> like no one's taught me anything and so I don't even remember like what I ended up asking but then like some smart ass in my class who had seen knocked up was just like yeah. if the girl's on top can she get uh. pregnant and my teacher was just like Yes. yes. <laughs> you dumb son of a Uh, yeah. I remember just being mortified, because it was, yeah, all anonymous, but I was worried that they would read my question, because it was like they would do a question at the end of each class, yeah. so it was like the whole year oh, you would have, cool. like, the... We did it all in one go. <laughs> so, like, people could add more questions, mm. like, as we learned yeah. more things, but I was, like, so worried that because I was so nervous... That if they read my question, they would know that it's oh, not a question, yeah. and everyone would be like looking at me, and I was like, "Please, God, don't read my question." I remember there was like a guy in my class, probably the one who like did the knocked up question, thought he was like so funny, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, "What question do you submit?" And I was like, "I'm not telling you, you piece of trash. Get away! I'm from not me. gonna get mocked. <laughs> so take that, sir. You can choke." <laughs> What a weird time. Honestly, it really is. I wish that, like, both of us could go back in time just for a day and, like, visit each other at elementary school. Because, yeah. like, I don't believe that your school is a real no, place. You don't at all. And, and I, I mean, for I'd good love reason. to experience it just for a day. Just a little fly on the wall. I think you would be, like, really overwhelmed more so than just, like, because you've heard all the, like, ridiculous stories that I've have heard come it. out of my elementary yeah. school. But I think going there, you'd be like, oh, like, yeah, this is happening. Like, yeah. I feel like our, our I almost said university, <laughs> nope, no. elementary school experiences were very different. So different. Very different schools. Say, like, we were kind of, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, we did. We just went to yeah. two very different schools. Like, my schools. school was not, it didn't have a lot of money. <laughs> It was very diverse. There was mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yes. Um, very strange people. There was a lot of after school programs mm-hmm. because people had parents who would yes. work really late and come get them. Um, I feel like your school had a lot of rich kids because it was in the beaches. Like there's a neighborhood. My elementary school was in uh, one of the more affluent neighborhoods yeah. in the city. It was predominantly Caucasian. <laughs> Um, a lot of kids who parents just, like, let them do whatever they want, and they were very much just, like, been there, done that at the age of 12, like, just, like... Yeah, a great attitude. Like, grown up beyond their years. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, everyone was, like, grew up so quickly. It was, like, a lot. Um... Uh, and then there was, like, the small group of us who, like, didn't have <laughs> You're nannies. You're like, I'm not from here! <laughs> didn't have nannies, maybe, like, weren't from the beaches, maybe our parents were divorced, or yeah. <laughs> like, there was just, like, this small group of us that, like, went to the yeah. after-school program at our school, 
because we didn't have people who could pick us yeah. up at three o'clock. Yeah. And so we became very good friends with all of them. Um, that was a fun time. And it literally was. It was just all of us who had like divorced parents <laughs> and moms who worked. And you're like, wow, look at us. I remember my mom used to get so like peeved when she would have to like deal with the other moms at my school. Yeah. Because there was like a group of them who were on like the kind of like PTA oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And my mom was like, okay, like works nine to five, but yeah. she was like, I want to do stuff at mm-hmm. the school too. She wanted to get involved. But a lot of the moms in that group were just, like, didn't work. They were, like, stay-at-home yeah. moms. And so she would maybe, like, be late to something be like, sorry, like, got off work a little late. Yeah. Like, God forbid. And they would, like, they would always say things like being a, like, a stay-at-home mom is, like, the hardest job. And my mom's like, or, like, a, like a, not that it's not hard. I think being a mom is a hard job. Yeah. I think to each their own. But, like, my mom's also being a mom. And then also working. Like, not that it's not hard. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I assume it's very hard to stay at home and deal with children all day. But also, your kids are at school for most yeah. of the day. So you get Unless to... they're, like, little, little babies. In which case, yes, that would be challenging. But if you have, you know, an eight-year-old who's in school from eight till three, you just get to sit back yeah. with your little tennis skirt and bop around town. <laughs> bop around. And then come pick your kids. Yeah, up. so my mom would have to deal with that a lot of people being like, it's so hard. And my mom's like, mm-hmm, I can't relate. No, cannot relate. Yeah, there were, like, pretty much, like, everyone, like, the majority of people in my class, they had a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Which is cool. Whatever floats your boat. Um, And, like, a lot of their moms were involved in, like, school functions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. My mom was not <laughs> She's involved. She's the busy lady. In the least. I mean, like, she would show up for, like, any sort of thing that I was in. Like, if there's some sort of performance, Christmas concert, whatever yeah. stupid shit. <laughs> she would show up for parent-teacher meetings. Yeah. But, like, she was not at those CSAC meetings. Let me tell my you. My mom was at... She was wanted to be... I think you know, my mom, like, only went <laughs> when they were, like, talking about, like, moving our yeah. school or something. And my mom's just like, yeah. I'll go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to close my elementary school for a really long time. Yeah. And my mom had to, like, being on CSAC, had to, like, deal with that the whole time. She was like, no, no, no. no the no. only reason our school didn't get shut down is because another school got shut down and they needed a place mm-hmm. to go. So all those kids came to our school and that's the only reason we were not closed. <laughs> How many kids were in your graduating class in grade eight? I would, hmm. We had a big class. Yeah, I would say, like, 30 or 40. Yeah, we had 18. Yeah, we had a lot of... We had a very small I would school. say more like 30, yeah. probably. I just actually I was cleaning up my room there a few weeks ago, and I came across my um, composite from grade oh my 8. God. And holy, I don't know who the photographer was who took our photos, but let me tell you, at the time, I thought it was just me. Like, I was like, oh, this yeah. picture's so bad. Looking back on it, Every single one of us looked like garbage. It is, like, somehow they managed to get the most unflattering picture of every single yeah. one of us. And we, now it's just in this, like, composite. We wanted um, to have, like, a grade 8, like, yearbook kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, oh, cute. Um, but, of course, we did not have funding or anything to do that. So, um, my sister and my dad came in and like took pictures of like everyone and we went and bought 
my mom bought, like, these photo albums in bulk from somewhere, and I just remember sitting in my sister's kitchen and, like, shoving pictures of my classmates over and over into this, like, album that everyone got, and my dad made a video of all the grade eights sitting down and, like, separately came in, like, oh, so, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, like, like documentary style things, right? And it was, like, put in the photo album, Uh. too. But looking at those pictures is so funny. I'm like, what were we doing? Girl. There's a lot of those pictures where it's like all your friends are doing the star, star. with their fingers. Yeah. Or like their shoes. Oh, the and shoes. There's that picture of us on the fence that I showed you. <laughs> we had this like <laughs> giant fence around the whole, but it was like this cement hill <laughs> and then this like shorter fence, uh, like shorter chain link fence. Yeah. And we're all, like, hooked, like, our fingers are, like, hooked in, and we're, like, posing. They're, like, just, like, seductively posing on the so chain link fence. I'm like, why were we doing this? Who allowed know. this behavior? I just remember that, so, oh. in grade nine, Zoe came to high school with a bunch of other people mm-hmm. from her elementary school, and it was you and a couple other people who will remain nameless, because, like, I don't want to drag any of them, even though <laughs> one of them was listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and all I have to say is why. Um... <laughs> But you and some of your friends from elementary yeah. school came in. I just remember all of your lockers had the same pictures in them. And it was like this yeah. photo shoot from the yeah. end of the year. And I was like, it's a cult. It's a goddamn cult. I mean. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. It's a very weird, weird school. A lot of stories that Logan does not believe. No. But there was other people there who can back them up. I don't know. I think they're all paid actors. You're right. I think you're, you're on MTV's Disaster I think Day. You're pulling the world's longest episode of MTV's Disaster I am. Day. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, what a weird time. It is a really weird time. Super, super strange. Super. Super. What's going on in the world, Logan? Um. Well. Breaking news, or maybe not so breaking, but Canadian band <laughs> Headley, uh, turns out they are not great. No. Bob. Garbage people, perhaps. Um, there have been some allegations. Some very uh, disturbing and yeah. graphically written out. One of which was extremely graphic. Um, yeah. Uh, just trash, trash, trash band. Yeah. So mainly it's, all of them pretty much have been accused of, like, something. Something. So, like, everyone in the band, I don't know, I think there's, like, four or five people. I could not tell you the names of any of them except except for Jacob. So the lead singer, Jacob Hogard, Mm -hmm. um, has been accused of rape. The big one. Um... A lot of, like, really inappropriate behavior with, like, 14-year-olds. Yeah. Inappropriate touching. Inappropriate comments. Yes. Trying to, like, get people to come back to, like, his room. Like, 14-year-olds. Like, that kind of... Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So that's something that's been going on in Canadian news. Yeah. I um, first saw it probably about a week or so ago because the... Junos are oh, happening God. at some point. I, speaking of niche. <laughs> for those of you that aren't from Canada, um, the Junos are our poor man's version of, like, the Grammys. And that's a stretch. And boy, is it. Um, but it's basically just, like, a Canadian music award show. 
Um, and Headley were one of the nominees, and I think they were also supposed to perform or something. I think there has not been a year since Headley has been a band that they haven't performed or been nominated at the Junos. Well, who else They're is Canadian. there? That's the only, like... Who else is there's there? No one, there's no one else. The Junos were probably so happy when Drake started doing things. Right, they're like, oh god, a Canadian. Um... Yeah, so I think, like, Headley was nominated probably for 18 different things because, again, like, the pool is very small. Um, And I think they're supposed to perform. And then all of a sudden I saw, like, a week or so ago that they pulled out because there were some allegations Mm. that had come out against them. And I was like, yikes. Interesting. Um, Both Zoe and I were into Headley. Yeah. As, like, when we were younger. Yes. They had some bangers. They really did. They're all still on my phone, unfortunately. Hey. It happens. Yeah. They were there and this is new news. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Um, so since then, there's been a lot more stuff coming out. There was a really um, upsetting article slash account written. I think it was for the CBC. Yeah, I It was think one so. woman's account about um, her experience with Jacob Hogard. She's alleging that he raped her. Yeah. Um, and it was very, like heroine to read very graphic also um, so like, yeah it's not yeah i mean it's not for the faint of heart i wouldn't suggest reading it if this is something that like easily upsets you yeah. because it was upsetting it reminded me just like obviously it was a lot more graphic than uh the aziz and sorry one mm-hmm. but it reminded me a lot of that in that she went there for that purpose and yeah. she, she made that very clear she's like I wasn't naive. Like, I knew why I was going to see him in his hotel room. Like, yeah, that's I thought that part of it was, like, really good that she Yeah, that's she's what just I was like, like She's like, obviously I knew we were going to have sex. Like, that's yeah, she's the like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not naive. That's why I flew out to Toronto yeah. to, like, see him and go to his hotel. But, like, what happened after that point was not anything she consented to yeah. at all. Yeah. And that's the issue. Um, And so there's also been, like, this, like... I, huge is a bit of an exaggeration because again I'm it's Canadian. Canadian but there's been a movement on Twitter because like one girl started a hashtag and like was asking people to like send her like their accounts yeah with like members of Headley and stuff and I guess she's gotten like a ton of responses from mm-hmm. various people so like obviously this isn't just like you know a random like one-off or like something like just this yeah. one girl's making up like obviously like, there's a lot of claims to back it up mm-hmm. um and so Headley is, like, they're currently on tour right now, and I think their tour date in Windsor's already been cancelled, and I know somebody in, like, Wat- like the Kitchener-Waterloo region is, like, petitioning to, like, yeah. get their show there cancelled. Um, and then, like, once their tour finishes, like, at the end of the month, I think, um, they're, like, going on a hiatus. Yeah, um, Jacob Horgard released, like, this really just statement that was made me like my eyes were gonna roll out of my face and just like continue rolling to the junos they were just just going going. my (laughs) eyes are now performing in Hadley's plays at the junos (laughs) um but he released this statement that was like I have never participated in unconsensual sex and mm. I everything I did was consensual but I will say that I degraded women and that's not good and I apologize for that and I will change my behaviors and after the tour ends I am not returning to music like it's the end once I'm done so I uh, <laughs> there's a lot there. yeah there's a lot like I I don't know what kind of apology, you know, starts with 
I didn't do that, but I have degraded women constantly. Yeah. Without I, fail. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like you put like the big one at top. You're like, I've never raped anyone. Yeah. But I have degraded women. <laughs> constantly. You know? Oh, I'm doing it right now. It's like one Let of these sounds like worse than the other. <laughs> uh, it was just like, I was like, really, Jacob? There's also a radio station. I can't remember where, but they've stopped playing Headley. Yeah. Um, because one of the DJs that works for the station is like a young woman. And a couple years ago, she was like groped by Jacob Hogard at some sort of event. Yeah. Um, and she just recently like came forward with that. And so now the station's not playing them anymore. So, like, I don't know how they're going to get their can con without it, but. They unanimously decided on the hiatus in order to work on our personal relationship than who we are as individuals. I don't care about your personal relationships. Like. Oh, this is what he said. Let me open it on Twitter.com. Twitter.com. It's time to speak for myself. As I should have done from the beginning. In the face of multiple allegations, I have to speak out and address these concerns. Yeah. I need to be completely clear. I have never engaged in non-consensual sexual behavior in my life. Period. Ever. Period. <laughs> However, over the last... 13 years, weirdly specific, but okay, (laughs) I have behaved in a way that objectified women. The way I've treated women was reckless and dismissive of their feelings. I understand the significant harm that is caused not only to the women I interacted with, but to all women who are degraded by this type of behavior. I have been careless and indifferent, and I have no excuse. For this, I am truly sorry. To my many female fans, this is a thing, again, I notice in apologies mm. from people with sexual assault allegations. They always have to, like, include how great they are. Yeah. Like, Louis C.K., when he apologized, and he's like, I know that she loved me because I'm the greatest comedian <laughs> of all time. She I am literally down to the me, funniest I, man on the face of this and planet. And I took advantage of that and my pure, unadulterated... Just genius. Just, it, uh, they always have to include that. And yeah. I'm like, no one cares, but okay. But they're so great. To my many female fans, I want you to know that you deserve nothing but dignity and respect from every man in your life. To the people that have always had faith in me and the institutions and organizations that believed in me, I am so sorry for letting you down. I promise to work every day to regain your respect. I know it won't happen overnight. I was given a position of leadership and power, and I mishandled it. I will regret this for the rest of my life. I've let down my family, my friends, and my fans. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. It's time for me to change. I've decided to step away from my career indefinitely. I will honor my commitments to the tour, then will be taking a serious step back in order to make real changes in my life, seek guidance from family, and continue to grow and learn from the amazing women in my life. I'm asking for a chance to prove that I can be the man you thought I was, the man I was raised to be. It's a long-ass apology. 
Yeah, it's it's huge. And there's not really a lot of substance in it. There's not a lot of apology. <laughs> I like the part where he says, I've never had non-consensual, or I've never had non-consensual, like, relations yeah. with a woman. And then goes on to explain all the ways that, like, he's he kind did. of had non-consensual right? like, relations. I've never had non-consensual sex, except for when I pressured people into having so, sex yeah. with my power. That's like, when I completely um, ignored other women's like, uh, wants and needs and just, like, but hey. But like, hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, um, not rape people, number one. Yeah, so, I mean, no one's safe. Canadians, We're not, not nice people. <laughs> not all That's of us. That's a bad stereotype. Um, not all of us are nice. No. Not him. Certainly. It's just very gross. It's really upsetting. And it's just like, again, as a Canadian... <laughs> Being I am Canadian. Canadian. Uh, the national anthem starts playing. Where's that coming oh, from? Canada. Do you hear that? <laughs> Just like a Canadian flag oh, bursts out of my chest. True My teachers, you know, like teachers, all sing the Canadian anthem in the same way. Like male teachers, yeah. their voice gets us like true <laughs> love, and you're like, what's happening? <laughs> Why do you but, sound like a goat? <laughs> anyway, as a Canadian, being a teenager during the time mm. that Headley was like yeah. popping, we went to so many things where they, like free shows that I they had, know. and like looking at the crowd, you're like, yeah, that's all. It's all like fourteen year olds. Well, I don't know if you saw Ellen's tweet. I did. I was yeah. going to talk about that. So our friend Ellen, who we went to high school with, um, she was very much into like. Headley stereos, Canadian, like, Canadian icons, <laughs> truly. No, but just summer. like Cana- <laughs> summer girl, summer girl. Um, just like Canadian bands that were very popular in like the 2010s. Yeah. Um, and she tweeted yesterday, just like in regards to like the whole Headley thing, and she's just like, "Wow, like this really makes me look back on like the time of my life between like you know the ages of like 14 and 17, and like it really like just it makes." sense like yeah. the things are like, she kind of was like it was like rumors happening and like yeah they always like suspected something's weird but mm-hmm. like it's just one of those things where you're like you know it's happening but then when you hear stuff you're just like oh yeah no not them too oh speaking of canadians and being terrible jt <laughs> no <laughs> but also that um the police chief of Toronto, oh. for those who, again, maybe are not in Canada or are not following Toronto-specific news. You should be. There's um, a lot going on. We had a serial killer mm-hmm. um, who was caught, mm-hmm. um, but it was very delayed because it was he was targeting men in Toronto's gay village, mm-hmm. and specifically men of color Mm -hmm. and so a lot of the people were like being like hey we think there's a serial killer in our neighborhood and the police of course we're not listening to them no but um our police chief said the other day that the public did not do enough to to let let them know that there was a potential serial killer Mm -hmm. which is fun because it's not their job (laughs) The public who, yes, are not required to... I'm paid to find serial killers. I had no idea. Yeah, first of all, 
the public is not required to do the police's job for them. Mm-hmm. But um, second of all, that's exactly what the public was doing. Yeah. There was an extreme amount of concern. Concern, general suspicion. Suspicion. Like- and like they were definitely trying to reach out to the police being like, we are being targeted. Yeah. Like people are disappearing from our neighborhood and, and was, you're not doing anything I to stop it. I was reading two, two separate things. In one of those like buns groups, the yeah. Toronto specific one, someone was saying that they themselves work as a private investigator. Yeah. Like that's their job. Cool. And they're part of that community and they've lived in and they were like, I started noticing like people were going, like people who I would be speaking to would just be going missing. And in 2008... He sent the police a like a file that he had like created yeah. to be like I think there's something to investigate here with like suspects and like what a he thinks going on like ago. a detailed thing and they did not even respond to him. No. And then I was reading the other day too that a woman in 2017 2017 yeah it was 2016 did her PhD like presentation. On the fact that there could be a serial killer in the village. And she presented this profile to the police, and now that they've caught the guy and know more about him, like, let's say her profile had, like, eight points on it, six out of her eight points match up with the person that's been caught. Yeah. It's just... It's a lot. And the police need to just do a lot better. Yeah. It's similar to, like, I know, like, she wasn't... The victim of Bruce MacArthur, mm. but when Tess Ritchie went missing, yes. um, she went missing also in the neighborhood, um, and like the police were like, "Well, we don't know where she went." Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. So then her mom long. comes down and finds her within five minutes within of looking five for minutes her within the the very same area that, that the she had lost supposed to be and scoping. It out. was like she was like five feet away from like where she had lost been seen. Yeah. Like, but, but oh, the police couldn't not, find it's her. It's not the mom's responsibility to find her. You should be preventing yeah. the mother from finding the body of her child. Yeah, you should really be doing everything in your power because that's not something that any parent should ever no, have to discover. Like, that's it's awful. like horrible enough that she has to like grapple with the fact that she lost her mm-hmm. child, but the fact that she then has to discover her dead body is just like, no, really no. horrible. So that's a lot of fun things going on in Canadian news. Yeah, shout out to uh, Toronto Police Department. You're killing it. Not doing your best. Great. Good job. Um, Justin Trudeau continues to be (laughs) Justin Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Um, There were so many funny memes that came out of his trip to India. I love the butter chicken one. Ooh, the butter chicken one was good. I liked the one. Where he's in his garb, yeah. and the caption is just like, we get it, you smoke weed. <laughs> there was the one that I was like, was like, when you order with, like, mild butter chicken with extra, like, something where it was, like, so, like, white. <laughs> so Caucasian. <laughs> and it was just, like, the picture of him in his, like, outfit. Oh, God. It's just, like, he's doing the most when he needs to not do that at all. You know, I... <laughs> I don't hate him by no. any means. Like, I just no. don't think he's doing anything. When like, there's people like Trump happening. Oh, God. Talking about Justin Trudeau, you're like, oh, Justin. Oh, God bless JT and his fun little socks. <laughs> no, I. he's just... He is such... 
so earnest and so just like I can't my thing with him I was like I know this has nothing to do with like his merit or like his ability to do his job I can't stand watching him give speeches because you can tell where he wrote down when he was practicing I'm going to make my voice go higher Mm -hmm. here for dramatic effect he's like we will not face this again in Canada. And you're like, okay, Justin, I know you're a drama teacher, but reel it in. Just a little bit, hon. Justin, my man. I, like, I am just amazed because, like, he's been prime minister for however long now. (laughs) I, I don't even know. And, like, it's forever. I honestly could not tell you what he's done. No. All I know is that he has worn some fun socks to different events. He dressed up, like, Star Wars-related something he for did Halloween something like with that. his children. He's taken some fun pictures of his family. He's cried a lot. <laughs> he's held baby pandas. <laughs> he's cried holding baby pandas. Like, this is what the leader of our country has done. I could not tell you what he's done for policy, for, like, you know... Like, global Uh, relations. Like, I don't know what has been done there. I remember in my placement towards the end, like, when the budget was, like, well, it was, like, more of the election was happening. And I had to, like, read through everyone's, like, what they were promising. Yeah. And, like, his was so vague that I was like, I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying you're gonna do. He doesn't know either. He doesn't. But he wears fun socks, so we can trust him. It's just so funny, like, when, because obviously people in the States right now are, like, having a time with their person in the White House, um, and so anytime Justin Trudeau does something, like, moderately cute, (laughs) everyone in the States is like, oh my god, look at him, oh, we're so jealous, and meanwhile, like, everyone in Canada is like, oh, you can have him, you can take him, take him, Uh, take him, but don't give him, don't Don't, give us yours, you don't want to trade, you just, you 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 have have him, him. consider him a gift, we'll wrap him in American flag, he'll wear it, he'll love to wear it, he'll love to wear it, he loves a good costume, (laughs) he does, he loves dress up, Mr. Dress up, that's him. Oh, oy vey. Yeah, so that's that's Canadian news brought to you by Zoe and Logan. <laughs> Just what you wanted. You're like, what's going on in Canadian music and news? <laughs> tell us. Please tell us. Like Headley you know, did you, something bad. You all know about Drake, but we're here to bring you... Stereos. Stereos. Headley. Headley. Down with Webster. Oh. When are the allegations against them gonna come Soon. out? It's only a matter of time. Tyler. <laughs> I'm looking at you, my dude, because you were looking at me, and it was was underage. I was very small. Um, Not in that region, but... (laughs) Not in the chest. Age-wise, very small. Um, (laughs) Age-wise, very small. (laughs) Episode title, (laughs) sorted. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, Yeah, we all know you're dying to know what's going on in Canada. (laughs) Ew, I just wheeze. <laughs> um, given that it's the end of the month, oh, I was gonna say beginning of the month. Yeah. Um, should we talk about some things that we enjoyed? Yeah. This past month, go for it. Do you have yeah. anything in mind? Um, I wasn't super prepared. Yeah, same. But I will say, um, great question. No. <laughs> um, I feel like what have I been enjoying? I'm still reading the Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion, which is beautiful also kelsey post kelsey j barnes 
um, posted about Kelsey it. Kelsey J. Barnes. On her- I had to inhale before I got it out. <laughs> Kelsey J. Barnes. She is also reading it right now. She posted about it on our Instagram story, so I, like, messaged her. I was like, oh my god. Because um, it's just so beautiful and heartbreaking and wonderful. Um, so I've been reading that and really enjoying it. Um, Music-wise, I've actually been listening to, like, a little bit of music. Oh. Um, basically just like the new five saw song which if you missed our last episode (laughs) we do a full live review and listen of it so you can go check that out um also janelle monae's two singles off of her upcoming album make me feel and django jane are both pristine (laughs) the videos for both are amazing what a queen um what else what else what else what else um, you go ahead. I'm gonna see if I can think of anything else. I can't think of anything. I feel like I do the same things every month, so I'm like, my favorites are still Trisha Paytas. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my I life. I still love her. I still love Trisha Paytas. <laughs> um, no, but I'm reading, um, The Stranger Beside Me off and on because I can't read <laughs> a lot of it. I just can't read. Um, I, I feel like I can't read a lot of it at once. I have to, I mean, and it's, it's like, she's thick. She is thick. She's thick. So I have to take breaks, but it's very, it's very good. She's but a thicky, thicky, thick I'm girl. very disturbed, so you just have to, you know. Yeah, it's not necessarily, <laughs> like, something you can, like, binge read. No. Like, no, I mean, you could, quite. but. Um, The Fosters is back, <laughs> so I've been watching that. Um, very fun CW, is it CW? I don't know. It just seems like a CW show. I thought it was ABC. It's ABC Spark. Spark. It's it's good to just watch. I really enjoy yeah. it. And This Is Us is back, but I have not watched the newest episode because I'm not ready emotionally. She's not ready. <laughs> but yeah, that's about, those are my faves. Yeah, I feel like February was just like, not the best month. No. And it's so short, like I... I feel like everyone goes on about how short February is, myself included, but, like, it's really only <laughs> it's two not, days shorter than the rest of the it's month. two days, though. But, boy, and oh honestly, boy. it does feel like it makes it does. all the difference. It it's like, oh, it's such a short month. It's like, it's two days shorter. Oh, another fave, Drag Race All-Stars. Drag Race All-Stars, we're, we're very super behind. behind on, and I keep getting spoiled on who's going I know. home. I'm like, meh. Um, but yeah, that's been really enjoyable. I love having Drag Race back in yeah. my life. And the new season is coming new season out. starts this month, in a few so weeks. That will be our favorite, I'm sure, for March. <laughs> Come through Drag Race. Always. Um, anything else that you want to mention? Um, not for favorites, but our next episode will be posted early because we're going to a fun little... Young Women's Leadership Summit. So we'll be we'll be dropping an episode on Thursday instead of Friday instead next of week. Friday. So get ready for that. You'll get a little Thursday <laughs> treat. Maybe Friday. Maybe Friday. Um. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you for reminding You're me. You're so welcome. Um. Yes. An early episode next week because we will then be embarking. On a journey. <laughs> young Women's Leadership Summit. Because we are young women and we are leading. We are a podcast together. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Um it's our mark. <laughs> if <laughs> just start crying. <laughs> 
if you would like to follow us on various social media platforms, you can do so. We are on Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. We have an email, thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Slash home! Don't forget the slash home. I don't know how many times. It will lead you nowhere. It'll lead you nowhere. Much like that sentence. And if you want to give us a little rate and or review on Apple Podcasts, that would be dope. Dope. Anything else? I think that's it. Is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.